The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to an all new episode. How you doing? So today I have with me my girl, <laughs> my girl. Hey, girl. Hey, Taylor Strecker. In hey, girl. In his house. Hey. hey, girl. Hey. Hi, baby. I miss you. I miss you already. I wish we were back at the Beverly Hills Hotel having $45 fucking salads. I know. So we went, so Taylor was just in LA and we got to spend a lot of quality time together. Serious QT time. Yeah. It's serious quality time. And we went to our favorite place, the lounge at the hotel, but we went for the early bird special at like five (laughs) o'clock. So I made the reservation for us and I I feel like they must have me. It's interesting because it's like, (laughs) of course you can make a reservation there, but it is not, it's not easy. I'll say that much. Like a couple years ago, it used to be like, yeah, you call like a week in advance and get whatever. But like now for whatever reason, you run the risk of not being able to get in. So I called like, two weeks in advance and I was like literally like from Wednesday through Sunday what do you guys have and they were like literally nothing and I'm like come on so I was able to get a 515 reservation on a Thursday it was fucking empty when we walked in by the way though like what the hell and it was empty for like a really long time like it took like even when we left it was still pretty empty and that's what I was thinking right yeah and it was also it was you could hear a pin drop it was we we were calling this the quietest day at the polo lounge it was it was it was actually kind of bizarre and we were having sensitive conversation right yes absolutely yes and so I and like that the thing with the polo lounge is it's so great and like it's very celebrity studded but like also yeah y'all are celebrities too so it's like it feels private, but also it's not private. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we, you can hear other people's conversations very easily. So when it was that empty and that quiet, it was like freaking me out. Does that make sense? <laughs> 100%. If you're on the other side of that booth bush situation, you yes. could easily just, just hear everything. Hear everything. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, you feel like it's private, but you also realize that it's probably not. And and every time we've been there, there's always a Dumois story about you guys the next day or two days later. So well, that's the other thing. Time because no one was there. It's like, if what did we say when we sit down? If a tree falls. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Polo lounge and no one's there to hear it. Did, to witness it. Did it even happen? Did we even yeah. get a reservation there? Were we even there? <laughs> I had to take pictures of for evidence because. No, we yeah. had to take food to go just to. <laughs> Girl, I always take food to go. That is my jam. I am a, I am a dog. There's two types of people in this world. Those who take doggy bags and those who don't. And I don't care how fucking nice the restaurant is. Your girl's taking a doggy bag. Also, now that I live in Jersey City, I don't get to go into the city as frequently or as easily as possible. So like when we're at like, let's say Cipriani, mm. a bitch will order an entire meal and have them pack it up. Like we'll eat and then I'll have them like 
have like a whole fresh new thing. <laughs> so when we go home, we can like eat leftovers for days. It's it's a vibe. And I am not embarrassed. I do not give a fuck. I would do the exact same thing. Are you kidding me? Totally. The, there's no shame in that. I don't know. Stassi Mm-mm. was mortified, but like- Mortified. I, mortified. I ended up leaving my salad behind, but like- whatever. I ate all your salads. Great. But listen, when, when you're paying $40 ugh, for a McCarthy salad, yes, you're I'm not, taking it home. You're not wasting that, that no! shit. No. So yeah, well, I walked out proudly with my doggy bags, beautiful doggy bags, most beautiful in the world. They're not plastic bags that say thank you on them. They're like beautiful boxes that look like they're holding like a cake or something they're light pink and they've got the green like writing on them and they what they do is they actually use like a regular usual like just plain white box to put like the salad or leftovers in but then they put that inside the pink thing Mm -hmm. which means that it stays pristine it's almost like a to-go lunchbox from the beverly hills hotel and stassi used it to wrap ocean's (laughs) gift she was like she's like oh my god these are so cute i was like you're welcome you're welcome so chic. I love it. It was very chic. But also when we spent time together, we got to do something else that was really special. Yes, it was. Special or stressful? Both perhaps. <laughs> but we got to shop online for your dress for Saucy's wedding. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this because- Let's talk about this because you now have like what, six options or something? I have $10,000 worth of dresses. I have about eight options. I have so many fucking dresses in my apartment right now. It's insane. I'm like, I'm like Net-A-Porte. I have the inventory to be Net-A-Porte right now. Amazing. So, okay. So I have a bone to pick with you, Missy, because Katie already got her dress. So here's the deal. The wedding party was going to be bigger. And because the of COVID and everything, the wedding itself is w- way smaller than it was supposed to be. Therefore, the wedding party has been reduced down. So yeah, the only like people, two people up there are me and you and then Rob yeah. as a groomsman or best man. Like my tailor was supposed to be in Bo's um, grooms women men party. Right. But like, but so now it's going to be you and Rob, me, Saucy Bo and Hartford. That's it. Correct. <laughs> so because of that, so but like before it's pre- so much pressure. So much pressure. So pre-wedding reduction, it was gonna be like full bridal party, full grooms people, me up there, and then the Stassi and Bo, the whole shebang lang and ding dong day. So <laughs> I had said to Stassi, what do you want me to wear? And she was like, Whatever, wear a tux, wear something cream, wear something black. She's like, black, cream, metallic, like live your best life. I know. We're really narrowing down. Yeah. She was like, she was like, whatever you want. So I she's like, make it, make it fashion. Like she's like, you like think like Serena and Blair Waldorf moment. I'm like, Oh right. my God. Okay. okay. But, that, but that was my direction. Like for a while now. <laughs> and then what ended up happening was Katie found the most stunning, gorgeous couture dress in all the land. I know. And you didn't know you were doing it, but what you did is you totally change the color palette in Stassi's mind. So now she's like, I want gold. I want it to be all gold. She, and I was, she literally said new, like neutrals. It, neutrals, it, right? It's technically, it's it's not it necessarily is. gold. It just no. has like a gold essence to it. It essence. has a gold, like a gold, like Lorik's threading through it. But it's mostly, it's mostly like kind of like a neutral. It's a neutral, it is. So then... Stassi was like, to me, so she had sent me your dress, like, I don't know, about a month ago. That tracks, right? Because you've had it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So she was like, just so you know, this is what Katie's wearing. So this is like kind of like, you know, if this gives you any sort of like general vibe. And I was like, okay. But I kind of like ignored it. But for whatever reason, her and I have been talking at one o'clock my time, which would be what time your time? 12, 10. So that's a normal time for you guys. It's a yeah. psychotic time for mine. Like my friend, Chris, who I adore. So Tay and I were obviously going to be in Italy for Stassi Bo's wedding, but we have to come back to the States for another wedding in Maine, like two weeks later. And then Tay has to go back to Europe to Cannes for work. So we oh were like, God. maybe, and we haven't done a honeymoon. So we're like, maybe we'll like tag on a honeymoon. The, what we wanted to do was go to Rome and then stay for the month. Oh my God. And then do like, but we were like going to figure out ways to like, I don't know, just like house hop. We're like, we know fabulous people. Somebody's got to like, Debbie Bazar is actually <laughs> in Italy right now. And she was like, the next time you guys are in Europe, you have to come stay. So I was like, maybe there's like some finagling that we could do. So it wouldn't be like, cause we can't afford to stay in Europe in hotels for a month. Like no. that's not real. But then we realized we had this wedding, which like Tay's one of her best friends from high school. So like, obviously we can't miss it. But so we were thinking of maybe going back. I, I might meet her back there in France in June, blah, blah, blah. And it's with my friend Chris and his <laughs> new husband, Zenon. And they are staying at a French chateau in the south of France for free. So they're like, just come. And we're like, okay. For free? So, anyway, so we're trying to figure it out. But like, I haven't even booked my flight, nor has my wife to for Rome, which like Stassi's like, Dude, you are, you're stressing you me out. not be there. <laughs> you are know. stressing me out. I can't talk about it. Oh my I'm like, God. literally, I'm going to have to like get off this and book flights immediately. Jesus Christ. But thanks okay. to Katie, we have a place to stay now because of, thank oh, yeah. God for we, you. We're airbnb in it up. Fucking Ooh. yes. The hotels are so expensive. And Airbnb, it's like spectacular anyway. So, anyway, so go back to your dresses. So wait, so thank, Chris, so thank Chris you for the, like, uh, thank you for the update on the plans for the next three months of your you're life. You're welcome. But like, so, but Chris <laughs> said to me, I'm not like answering his whatever text about France because I can't deal right now. And he was like, he got me the other night at one o'clock in the morning on Instagram. He said, the only time I can talk to you is 1 a.m. on fucking DM. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so that's where, so, so Stassi and I are texting she sends me your dress and she's like, start looking dresses. So I was like kind of drunk because like that's me at one o'clock in the morning when I'm DMing <laughs> with people. And I went on at a porte, kind of in like a brownout, not a full blackout. And I was started pulling all these like gold vibe things. So in my mind, I was like, I'm good. I have things, but I didn't buy anything. So when I got there for the first night, Tay and I were there. Wait, when were you there? You were there Tuesday? Yeah, Monday, it was just us because we got there yeah, late. Yeah, so it was, it was Tuesday, yeah. So Tuesday night, and St and Katie's like, we're talking about her dress, and Stassi's like, so show me those dresses that you said you pulled, Taylor. And I panicked because I <laughs> didn't have anything. <laughs> so I went in at a porte immediately because I knew that's where I like remember kind of drunkenly seeing something. And the first dress I saw that was gold, I was like, this one. And it was a Jenny Peckham, 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 I'm not sure. Fucking spectacular gold dress. I didn't even have a chance to look at the price tag. So I just oh. showed Katie. She was like, oh my God, that's gorgeous. I showed Stassi. She's like, that's it. And then I look at it and it's like $6,000. <laughs> it's so expensive, but it's beautiful. So actually Kate Middleton wore it to some big red carpet thing like a year or so ago. She went to like James Bond or some movie premiere. Right. Of course. Right. Yeah. So... So then I immediately was like, oh, that's too expensive. And so I was like, why would you start with that? You like started with like the greatest thing in the world. And now everything looks like crap compared to it. Even gorgeous things look like shit next to it. So then I started to spiral. And then like you and Tossie were like, you're stressing us out. You have to get a dress like now. And then my wife 
traitor is like, you guys have to make her buy something tonight, tonight. Because if you don't, she's never going to buy something. And she's, and I'm like, I don't even want to be married to you right now. Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. Like, and she's right. But it's just a lot of pressure to be buying dresses. You know what I mean? Trust me. I uh, listen. It's I, a private I activity. Taylor, the fact that you have like, so many options. I didn't even have one. The only option I had was this one dress because it was like, it, that just became the only option. And when I found it, there was two sizes left, only right. two dresses left, only two sizes left. And it was like, I think my size. So I bought it and it was very expensive. I'm on like, I decided to do the plan where you pay like... <laughs> Yeah, in sections at a time because I was like listen it's not that it's like crazy but it's just like I just couldn't like I just had an issue with dropping that price all at once I was like well see this is good to know because <laughs> I didn't know because like so when Stassi originally sent to me I was like Katie is fucking balling out and throwing down on this fucking dress. Like no. I'm kind of cheap when it comes. My I'm like, wedding, I'm like doing like a layaway. Oh, <laughs> well, now I have to too. So, so we're going through these dresses. I was like so drunk and so stressed. I almost said, fuck it. I'm going to buy the Jenny Packham dress, oh which God. is insane. And, and Saucy was like, I can't even let you do that. That's disgusting. And no. it's like egregious and you can't afford it. And like, no, you can't do that. So we found a couple of things. The dress that you found for me, came but I haven't opened it yet I know it's going back because not that's not pretty but it's totally strapless and my titties are like a fucking triple z right now so I can't be wearing a strapless dress there's no way and then I started to do this thing where I was like I can find a tailor and they can like put straps on it and then put a cape on it like I that's not real I don't know that's all you can do but I don't know anybody really well so that's why we got that dress we were like, we'll put straps on it, put a cape on it, and it will be perfect. But like, you know, like, it's one thing if you have a black dress and you want to do that with a black dress, but like, when you have like a specific gold lame dress, you can't always match the fabrics. If you go to the right person, they absolutely can. But what if you put it on and you're like, oh my God, I love it, except for blank. So just put it on. See how okay, you fine. feel. Okay. So the one that you picked out came and that one's actually like affordable. It's an affordable price, but that's, that's what I mean. It's not an exorbitant amount of money. I'm going on a diet for the wedding and not because anybody made me feel like I have to, because I made me feel like I have to, like I, I was like the perfect weight at my wedding for me. I mean, not, I mean, there's no such thing as the perfect weight. Cause I'm like, I'm never happy. So I had a jumpsuit for my wedding that did not zip. And I knew the goal was to get it to zip. So I lost enough weight to get it to zip. It was like an entire dress size I had to lose. And it was like 20 pounds, but I did it and it was great. And I felt great. Wonderful. And then of course I gained everything back and then a little bit more because I'm an overachiever. So now I'm back at square one. I'm so mad at myself. I can't even, but I don't need to be like crazy, crazy tiny for the wedding to feel good about myself. However, I just know that if my arms are showing or I'm in a strapless, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I just know that about myself. Listen, my dress doesn't fit. So I need to like add some material to get it to zip all the way because this dress is definitely for a body with zero tits. And yeah, I have every, don't you feel like every boobs. formal dress is for somebody with no boobs? I feel like because it is a European designer and whatever fit models they use don't have like boobs. So it's just like, the, like whatever kind of pattern they use to cut the dresses don't, <laughs> don't go that way. And so even though it's like technically my size and it fits, it's just like, once you get to the boob area totally. portion in the back totally. there, it's like, it's like, <laughs> psych so luckily yep. it's it's long enough so I think I can take it to a, a seamstress and have them kind of take material from the bottom and add it to the back so it can just right. have like a 
a little bit of, you know, I'm going to take it somewhere where they, they're going to be able to really do a nice job. The thing is, it's, it's a very structured top. I know. So your dress came and then there was another one I found that like, I'm basically like, I can't get the Jenny, Jenny Peckham one. So I'm going to get like something like along the lines, like a cape situation or like an off the shoulder, but like covers my arm, whatever. So I found another one on at a porte. That's that it looks like shit after the Jenny one, but it, it is actually pretty. So that's on the way. But then when I got home, I started going wild. And when we were sitting there, Stassi did say to me, I feel like if you want to do like something black with, but it has to be black and gold, that could be a vibe too. So I don't know. I just did like a magical search when I was home and I think I actually just found the dress. So it's black with like gold confetti sparkle to it. So like the boys will be like in suits or tuxes in black. You'll be in gold and I'll be like the thing that brings them the the guys and, and the girls together, right? That's all I'm thinking hey, about. It. I, like, and I love it. It's off the shoulder. It has a cape, like in the back, a cape feature in the back, which I'm very here for. Bitch loves a cape. Bitch what loves a cape. What is Bitch it about the cape? cape? I don't what know. I fucking love a cape. I'm a sucker for pockets and I'm a sucker for capes. I don't know what to tell you. Listen, I can get down with the pockets because, you know, having to carry around like a little clutch thing is just the worst. I hate it. But, so I I can get down with pockets, but the cape, I, listen, I can also get down with a cape. I'm just curious, like what, like what, what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. So a cape is fashion, right? But a cape is also arm coverage. So uh-huh. it's like, it's like hiding your arms, but like, but make it, but make it fashion, you know, oh, okay. cover the things you're insecure about, but make it fashion. So I feel like people, all they see is the fashion and they don't see the covering so they can just like enjoy it. You know, it's like a little sneaky way of getting like. Yeah. So rather than being like super covered up and looking like matronly. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I hope this black one works out. It was a fortune. So it was about the same price that yours is. So you know what that is. (laughs) And I bought it. So I found it on Farfetch. And then I was like, I don't feel safe buying off Farfetch. I don't know why. And my wife does all the time. I, I just, I got weird about it. I felt weird for a second. So I then went to Saks and I bought it, but they had an eight only left at Saks. And I lied to myself and said, oh my God, this is great. I'm going to get it. And and it's also a European designer, which makes me nervous because it's like, it runs small and I'm not an eight. And I did this for my fucking wedding. I'm spending so much more on this than I did on my own wedding, but whatever. So I got my (laughs) wedding jumpsuit from ASOS for $220. That's psycho. I almost wished it was like a few thousand dollars because I it would have made me feel like I was being chicer. Like I actually struggled that I was wearing like a $228 jumpsuit from ASOS. And you were judging yourself for that. I was judging myself, but it looked great. And I was like, I get over it. It's fine. But I ordered it in an eight and a six because in my mind, I was like, you're gonna be so skinny for your wedding. And then <laughs> nothing was zipping up. And I was like, I'm fucked. And I was like, why don't I just get a fucking 10? I like, why get, a, why get an eight and a six? Why just stupid idiot. So I was so mad at myself and I was like, I'll never make this mistake again. And then I just fucking did it again with something way more expensive, way more expensive. So I then went back on Farfetch and I was like, fuck it. And they had like a European 40, which is actually a US 10. So I bought that. So now I have two of them coming. But I know oh the sax one's going to go back in the Farfetch one. And so, but the, I, but I feel like even still like a, a European 10, but I think getting into a 10 is more realistic. I think I would have to, I would be like starving myself in Italy if I was trying to get into the eight. Does that make sense? 
All right, we got to pause for just a moment. So maybe you can relate to me. I sometimes am a bit rough with my hair. I will stretch out the time between washes. I will overstyle, then restyle, then style again. I will use dry shampoo like my life depends on it. And then I'll decide to experiment with some new products. But you know what? It's never too late to hit the reset button with clarifying detox shampoo from Way. My hair will just feel lifeless, bogged down from all that neglect. But after I use the detox shampoo, it feels like life was breathed back into my scalp, my hair. It blows in the wind. It feels incredible. When you reset your hair and scalp with the clarifying detox shampoo from the Way, it is invigorating. So you use once a week to neutralize product buildup, oil, dirt, hard water from your hair and scalp without stripping away moisture. It's a combination of apple cider vinegar and keratin and exfoliates and balances your scalp plus smooths frizz and creates a lustrous shine. And it's great for all hair types, even if you have colored hair or chemically treated, if you've had a Brazilian blowout or a keratin treatment, totally safe to use on your hair. And it's signature fragrance of Melrose Place will hide the smell of any apple cider vinegar. I love using apple cider vinegar on my hair for this very reason, just to strip away any of that nastiness that's built up in my hair and so this shampoo is a god send i truly love it so much my hair feels so 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 good afterwards when you are ready to undo some damage hit the reset button with the way detox shampoo go to t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com and use code love me to get 15 percent off your entire purchase that's t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com code love me all right let's get back to the show what's up everyone i'm sheena shea you may know me from nine seasons of bravo's vanderpump rules but i'm here to tell you about my podcast called shenanigans we talk about everything from reality tv pop culture relationships parenting and invite you to join the conversations with q a sessions where nothing is off the table there's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. RIP to your credit card. Like that's why I have an Amex gold card with no limit, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> everything's on that. So uh, I'm just, I just, I have to like be very aware of return dates and policies because a bitch cannot cannot. Cause in that case, I might as well just got the Jenny Peckham. Oh, no kidding. At this no point. Shit. <laughs> no, but they're all going back. They're all going back. You say that. You say that now. Don't even, Katie. I swear to God, don't even. Uh. Uh-uh, no. Otherwise, otherwise, someone take this girl to the ball. Oh my God. So thank God for credit cards. I'm so scared. I need to get everything back immediately. But so yeah, I think that this dress is going to be the dress. And every time I look at it, like it makes me so happy. The other dresses, like I looked at it and it made me stressed. Like, so it's like coming in and I have to like get a designer or like a seamstress or a tailor to like make it like a totally different dress. And that's giving me so much anxiety. Like, even though this one is so expensive, at least it's like, it's all together. I don't have to like go to the fabric store and like match up. Like, it's just, you buy it. You get in line, like, however it fits when I, when the wedding comes around, it's going to fit. If I have to get it taken in, I'll get it taken in. It's like all good. Yeah. You just want to be able to be like, I feel confident. It's going to fit. I'm going to feel good. I'm going to be comfortable. There's going to be no stress. I mean, on my wedding day, I was like literally cutting out boning with a seam ripper. 
because exactly it was not that it didn't fit it was digging into like my like hip bones but it's just like you don't want to like have anything to think about on a day like that whether it's your wedding or not it's just it's a it's a big day it's a big day but the fact that I'm spending like many 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 times more (laughs) on this dress than I spent on my own like wedding look is kind of psychotic but you know what the, the, the the real thing is I actually think the fact that my jumpsuit for my wedding was so inexpensive was like, that was almost the psychotic part. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I also said to myself, well, you were so good with your wedding, Taylor, that you can afford to do this. <laughs> you know what? Do the mental gymnastics, whatever it takes. <laughs> right? And I'm like, this is why we do SpawnCon. So we can buy things we can't afford. So, but it's, it's honestly, it's spectacular. It is, but I need to go on the payment plan. Do that. It's worth it. Who cares? Yeah. But I have to do it retroactively. The, the thing is, when I look at it this way, I'm like, okay, I don't want to spend all of this at one time. But if I do, if I spend this amount every few weeks. Month for the next 10 years. I'm no, <laughs> no, no. It's literally over the course of like two months. Then it's, then exactly. it's spread out. Then I'm not like going over my monthly budget. And then right. it's fine. For me, it's like, it has to fit into like, I have a monthly budget, so I don't go crazy. So it's like, it's not about that, but yeah, anyways. Oh, I'm excited. So now now that I have something that it's like a really good contender, I think that, and I got it approved by Stassi already. I would never buy something that expensive without getting <laughs> approval first. I still need to see like pictures of all of them on, but I still feel like in six months, I'm going to do, <laughs> you're going to be posting on your Instagram. Like you do like, okay, so I have three of these. So like you already do. You have, you have like, you buy multiples. Then <laughs> we're going to see two of the sparkly dresses. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am, I am setting that back. But like Stassi did say like, but I will say, your dress was so spe- is so spectacular that you raised the goddamn bar. You I know, but the thing bitch. is, is like I better find somewhere else to wear this damn dress. Like I'm going to rewear. I'm gonna Tiffany Haddish the fuck out of this dress. Me too. I have to like be in a movie that wins an Oscar so I can rewear this dress again too. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. But now I'm doing the thing where I'm like, well, if I have a dress like that, I have to get shoes that are at the same level. And now I'm like, chill out. Like I have like, I have like an old pair of um like satin peep toe Louboutins. That was like one of my first gifts from husband. So I'm like, just wear those. Just wear those. I was going to like sell them on Poshmark, but fuck it. I'm just going to like repurpose those. Repurpose them. I'm literally looking at my closet. I'm like, do I have any that go? Because I don't want to buy new shoes. I'm like, what size do, are you? Anything like an A8 and a half. Yeah, same, same. I might have something. Okay, great. I would love yeah, to hear I got that. you. Send I me, got you. Send me a Oh, wow. And then I'm just going to be wearing like like the oldest shit in my closet for all the other nights that are there. <laughs> That's fine. I have uh, like more options for the rehearsal than I do for anything else. What are you going to wear for Anywho. the rehearsal dinner? What's the vibe? Is it dressy? <laughs> Fuck. I have sexy. I have dressy. I have feminine, pretty, you know, whatever. I've got all the vibes. But okay. I'm like, yeah. So yeah, I, but I need to see pictures as well. Okay. When you, when you eventually. Yeah. So can we get judgy? Let's get judgy. Let's I love get being fucking, judgy. I, I need to get judgy for a minute. So what are you currently judging at the moment? How much money I'm spending on the dress. <laughs> <laughs> Myself. What, that's judging. What? Are, yeah. So that's what you're currently judging about. I know what I'm currently judging. I am currently judging what? Jennifer Aiden from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. That's who I'm judging. That's what, what I'm judging, judging about. Judging. Here's what I'm judging. I'm judging those who live in glass houses, the casting stones. I'm judging oh. that. So 
she has been, it came out this season, just if anybody doesn't know, that her husband cheated on her 10 years ago. Right, okay? yeah. And that is sad for her. But she's trying to blame my homegirl, okay, Margaret, mm-hmm. and be like, I can't believe you would tell the secret. I've worked so hard to keep this a secret. You, my kids are sad. It's your fault, Margaret. And I'm to that I say, shut the fuck up, Jennifer. And here's why. <laughs> if this is such a big, first of all, the person to be the most mad at is your husband for sticking right. his dick in someone else, okay? Period in a story. But the second person we blame for the kids being sad. So let's just take the kids because right now she's really leveraging the kids for sympathy. So fine. The kids are sad. So who do we get mad at? Well, let's get mad at dad, okay? Because he fucking did it off the jump. Who else do we get mad at? I guess we could get mad at mom. We could get mad at Jennifer (laughs) Aiden for thinking that she was going to go on a national television show, a reality show, and keep this thing a secret. Because what she's not realizing is, sure, you can keep it a secret. Like she said in her confessionals, I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell my best friends. I didn't tell this person, that person. And it was a secret. And it's like, well, it's your secret. And it might even be your husband, Bill's secret, but the mistress, you can't trust to keep the secret. So that's where I say, in what, if, if this was the biggest secret in the world and your number one goal in life was to keep it from your kids, then selfish on you for going on a reality TV show. How yeah. fucking dare she? And also I hate people that think other people have to keep their secrets, like like long-term secrets like that. Like I used to be in a relationship with this guy and his, the people around him were all about keeping the images up. And it's like, if you want people to think you're like the best people in the world, then don't act like shit behind the scenes. I hate that shit. It's like be yourself authentically, flaws and all, and like own it. And so I just, how dare you go on a reality TV show and not think that this is going to be something you have to face. And on top of it, okay? So on top of all that, she then has the audacity (laughs) to constantly bring up Margaret cheating, which I get she's triggered by Margaret because Margaret was the cheater. But at least Margaret lives lives her life authentically and truthfully. But she's She's always trying to keep it a secret. Exactly. So she's always coming for Margaret. And then last season, she tried to get dirt on Jackie's husband cheating on her when he wasn't. So it's like, if you're scared about your cheating or the cheating secret coming out, why are you constantly bringing up fucking cheating? And I get it because she has a small brain and small brained people say, well, if I distract over here, nobody will look over here. But what you're fucking doing is you are literally like, if you punch somebody enough, eventually they're going to come, especially if they've got dirt on you. Like she was... She was antagonizing them is what she did. And she fucking got what she deserved. And when you're projecting like that too, obviously. So that's who I'm judging right now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Projection and having such like a narrow scope on everything is infuriating. So she, it's not even judging. I'm like enraged by Jennifer Aiden. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Do you know what I'm judging? Who, what? And I know so many people are getting tired of hearing it, but I can't, I can't not judge it. I mean, this whole Kanye and Pete situation. I mean, I was kind of living for when those text messages got leaked or whatever. I live for it. I mean, I'm just like, this is why like people love Pete. He's got big dick energy. He's like, he's like sticking up for his woman. And the fact that he said like, I'm in bed with your wife. I mean, whatever that meant, it was kind of like, his humor kind of coming through, but totally. he's, like, he's like, Hey man, like if you want to get together and talk about this, like adults, like I'm down to do it, but what you're doing is reckless. And it, and what he's doing is, is insane. But then also I'm a little judging on this one. So Kim went on Ellen. And I think also all of this is to distract from Kim's whole 
You need to get your ass up and work. No one wants to work because everyone was like, ah, I don't think that, I don't think that's it. Kim, I don't no. think, I mean, I get what you're trying to say. Read but the like, room, Kim, read uh, the room. Yeah, that's not it. So I think all of like her going totally like official with him is to just completely distraction. Yeah, they are the masters. They are masters. But she was talking about Pete and his tattoos. And she's like, he has a few. It's like, well, damn. He has the one, my girl is a lawyer on his shoulder. And then one is not even a tattoo, but he branded her name on his body because he didn't yeah. want anything that could cover up or be removed. It's like, that's a lot. That bro. is a lot. It's like you've, like you've been together, what, since October? That's fast. Here's the thing it's too. Fast. He's toe up. And also like- He always is though. So, this is his MO. I know, but like what, like, what is he going to do? I mean, look at Kanye. He could like literally date anyone in the world and he's f- having a fucking mental breakdown over this woman. So like Pete, like what, what are you going to do? So this is his MO, right? He gets into these relationships with these insanely high profile, sorry, but it's seemingly out of his league women. And then- they're hot and heavy. And then we're all like standing them. We're shipping them to death, you know? And then out of fucking nowhere, it's just over. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, wait, what happened? And we never get like answers. Like he was with Kaya Gerber. He was with uh, what's her face from serendipity. I'm blanking. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. And then like, well, Ariana Grande that like, they were engaged, you know, like they were like, they were, I mean, he was with them. What's her face from Bridgerton, but that was after Phoebe, whatever. Yeah. Donover, Donover, whatever. But the Ariana Grande of it all, because they were so hot and heavy and then just out of the blue, nothing. And then her, her album came out like three seconds later. I'm just like, what happens for it to end? Because we don't know. And I need to know because <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's Kim's future potentially. Like, I just, I don't see this being like long-term, right? Maybe, but Who I don't knows? think so. I don't know. I don't know. It feels like it's very... You know, and when someone's sitting there and saying, I'm just the happiest I've ever been, I believe that Kim is happy, but I don't know. I don't necessarily know that it has much to do with Pete. I think it has much to do with like her just taking complete control of her life and, you know, owning it. But it was just a lot to unpack watching that. And even Ellen was like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's adorable. (laughs) Like how romantic. Yeah, exactly. She like didn't know what to say. She like, it's just, thou doth protest too much. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I'm not sure what's going on there, but she does seem happy. Yeah, and so I, she seems very happy. And I'm, you know, and, and as long as someone's happy again, but I'm just, right. This whole thing is real messy and I can't help. I mean, I love that Kanye did get a ban from Instagram because especially when that, when that clip of from Ellen came out, because, oh man, he would have gone loco. Oh, crazy. Totally crazy. Crazy. Cause I mean, he's posting all this stuff about North being on, TikTok, but then com- like know. blasting her photo all over his Instagram cons. It's just like, it feels like a critical. Little- yeah, it does. Yeah. I don't know. So that's what I'm judging. I love it. I think a lot of us are in the same boat as you. We're judging that for sure. Definitely Cognate's behavior at the very least. Damn. Yeah. I, w- I want to ask you if you have a rage text of the day, but I feel like it was kind of rolled into your Jennifer Aiden of it all. But do you have a rage text of the day? You go first. Let me let me think on it. My rage text of the day is going to go to everyone that is stealing gas out of people's cars. Like, listen, I know the gas prices are insane and they're just continuing to go up, but like, it's not the fucking wild west out there. Like, to, to go to that, those lengths is just like, I can't believe that. So fuck you if you're doing that. Seriously. That's, that's fucking like, crazy. Fuck you. 
That's crazy. My rage text goes to this guy that I used to hook up with in college. He was like, a, <laughs> he was, a, he was the epitome of a fuck boy before that term even existed. And he, when I was in LA, I got a text from a friend of mine from college who he had texted being like, oh my God, I was at this like business thing. And I, and I met this girl. And when I said I went to Ithaca college, she was like, wait, there's, I have a radio show host or a podcaster that I'm obsessed with who went there. And he thought it was my friend, Nicole, cause she works at Sirius, but it was me. And so I knew that that had happened through my friend, Nicole texting me how, but what happened a couple days later when I was in LA was the listener who he met DMs me. And when she said, Oh my God, like I listened to this girl. Oh, you went to Ithaca. I listened to this girl for 10 years. She went to Ithaca. Her name is Taylor Strecker. And his response was, Oh yeah, I was her boyfriend. And I want to rage text that statement right there because you were not my boyfriend. I wanted you to be my boyfriend, but you were too busy being a fuck boy. So no. And then she, what she did, she basically was like, oh no, I don't think you were her boyfriend. I think that you were one of the guys that fucked with her. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh my Amazing. God. So shout out to my girl, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> for having my back but also like he was very from what she said he was very nice about everything so I really can't be mad but like isn't that crazy and it's so funny how like I haven't thought about him forever you know but like even seeing like a picture of him he looks great he looks just like he did back in college but seeing a picture of him and then him like being like oh yeah I was her boyfriend it's like you were not my boyfriend yeah nice I, I tried, history, bro. I tried <laughs> so hard were you my boyfriend when you hooked him with my best friend? Well, I can't even get into it. <laughs> and he was allowed because you want to know what? He wasn't <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> so that's my rage text today. Oh, dude. Oh. Well, I love you. I love you much. so much. Thank you so much for for coming on my podcast. And I can't wait to see your dresses. Well, I know I'm so excited. I'm not going to share them until the wedding. I need something to be sacred, you know? So don't even DM me about that because it's not happening. Don't ask. But you guys can DM me dresses that you think are pretty because oh, no. you never know. Don't, don't do it. Do, do, do it, do it. <laughs> okay, well, until next time, everyone, I love you and be kind to yourselves. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode.